0: So I had a couple complaints. One complaint was that someone had no idea what it was.
1: But what the expo was, what
0: like what any, we were doing. Yeah, we didn't explain it very well. Okay, which is good. Okay, yeah, yeah you're keeping guessing. It, if you are part of a cult and you get everything up front and you understand everything that's going on... Then you're not, not part a, of a cult. You're not part of a cult. It's not a very good cult. <laughs> you have to have you're, more questions than answers. This is like this is like the QAnon thing. I was giving out hints left and right. And if you didn't pick up on them, then know that I am smarter than you and that I understand... <laughs> Okay. Is that, what the, what the <laughs> no, that's Sounds not what I that. say. Okay. <laughs> but anyway, that that was one of the comments. So because of that, we did just put up on a site. Um, we started putting up our calendar. Take a look at it. I did get a message from someone else who said, Oh, I noticed the I missed the Saturday thing because uh, they listened to the episode right after oh, like uh, the <laughs> next day and they're like oh and then I pulled up the calendar so good for them and they're like oh I saw everything that I needed to know about it so thank you for your support and uh, we'll try to get that out a little bit sooner. support. Related support. Yeah. And Brandon Sanderson did not show up but that's because we left before he even showed up at the convention.
1: Okay. Do you think he got our certificate?
0: I don't know. I think that we need to
1: double check on that one. I think
0: I'm we thinking, should just say he
2: did. I I'm I'm guessing there's a seventy five percent chance that he got it. Okay, and maybe a five percent chance he actually looked at it and laughed.
1: <laughs> but
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, there you go.
1: <laughs> well, whether he likes it or not, he's a member of our cult.
0: Yeah. Yeah. All he, right. Until he tells us otherwise, you guys and. Also, to go along with this, we're going to do things a little bit backwards. Normally, we do, like, the dear bishop in the middle or at the end. We're going to do it right now. The haters all go towards you, Gunnar, and not us. Uh, that definitely goes towards <laughs> me.
1: <laughs> if you do have a complaint or... Uh, or concern? Concern, or you... I have a question about the cult or you want to send in a, a confession. Just go to bishop at the com and send in your stuff.
0: Okay. It goes right to Gunner. Very excited to hear all your complaints. Dear Bishop, I am not writing to you about a sin of my own. I am writing to you about a sin of yours. You add a Tom Cruise to your Magisterium Collecti. This is egregious. And it needs to be addressed. I will be joining you on a future episode to discuss what you need to do to fix this.
1: I wonder who wrote this.
0: It says, yours truly, your conscience. Con- <laughs> Conscious. Conscience. Sorry. Someone's claiming to Jimmy, be my conscience. Jimmy Cricket is coming. Jimmy Kim- Cricket. I'm excited, guys. I'm going to throw this one away. I'm excited for this person to come on and... Uh, Th- they're going to have know? to convince you us. know who it is. I do. Okay. I saw the address. I know okay. who it
2: is. I if I recall correctly you were the one who pushed Tom. Um, I
0: know um, that's why it's, uh, it's your conscience. to the bishop. Yeah, uh-huh. And they're saying that uh, they're being my conscience. And I'm the one fairly. that's pushing Natalie. Which you guys still have not. Natalie Godner? You got Yeah. Listen, I know her well. I know her <laughs> soul. She, um, which I'm 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 ready to induct her. Okay. I'm ready. Okay. Hey, okay. Who is this again? Oh, now, my head. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> now we got it. Okay. So that's the bishop. One more thing. While I've been going through my Plex server, I've been adding all my movies in. All I've been copying all my DVDs Ooh. down and adding them all in. And, and CDs. I'm throwing my music on there and pictures. Man, it is so much work. As I was going through music and stuff, guys... Uh, you have to hear this. This is the greatest thing ever. This is a Ronaldo hymn. Oh no. Bar knows who this is.
3: That's
0: Grace, right? Yeah. A sweet voice. How old is she in this one?
2: Probably around 14, 15. Yeah.
0: Because I took her, I took this from tapes we'll and I put it on to you. I digitized it. It's from audio tapes that's been corrupted. Hmm. So this is. That's Thor in there too. To yeah, I'm the soprano.
1: This is. Lauren Gunner's sister, and, and Gwen, Gwen and Gwen, Gwen and Finn. And Finn.
0: Okay, Finn wrote this song. So there's the the tapes going bad. How many years ago was this? This is over 30 years ago. Yeah, this is 35 years ago or yeah. something, yeah. close to 40. That was one um, of Finn's uh, first songs he wrote. One of Finn's first songs, nice. and then. BJ Clan, that's the name of the group that my dad called them. I don't know if we've talked about that before, but yeah, he called the four youngest kids the BJ Clan and uh, the picture of them, they have like them with their heads around a door or something all smiling. Um, He didn't know what that meant. No, he did. Oh, did he really? Yeah, but
2: it wasn't as calm back then. I remember him actually having this discussion. Of course, I was really young. I was like, you know. Eight, nine, ten. So I didn't know what they were talking about that. But my dad was like, "I wonder if we should call this because you know of whatever." And my mom was like, "Oh, please, no one thinks of that." (laughs) So it's
1: your mom's fault. You're called the BJ clan.
2: It is my mom's fault that my dad (laughs) kept it up because he had reservations. You know, all these uh, sexual innuendos tie into our cult today. Oh, (laughs) oh, this is
1: gonna be a good one. Welcome to another episode of Mom, I Joined a Cult, the only podcast about cults by an actual cult. Listen as we examine other cults, discuss what they did right and what they did wrong, and then build our own cult from the ground up. And now your hosts, Gunnar, Dawn, Thor, and Nathan.
2: This cult is called Velima. Uh, and it, I mean, it is the cult Fleema, but it really is about uh, uh, Alistair Crawley, uh, who we talked about briefly uh, in the our The uh, Golden Dawn. The, yeah, The Golden Dawn. You guys kind of uh, piqued my interest, or is it peaked my interest?
0: Peaked. 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 Yeah.
2: Okay. So, anyway, my interest was peaked, and he's considered one of the fathers of Wicca and. Uh, Modern paganism and stuff like that. His name is not uh, actually uh, Alistair. His name is Edward Alexander
1: Crowley. And he was born in 1875 in England. I think Alistair is about 75% more kick-ass than his regular name.
2: That is actually why he uh, changed his name. Is He read something about... Uh, the way to form a name that's memorable and awesome. And so he came up with the Alistair and it's like Gaelic or something. And it means Alexander, which is his original middle name and what his mom always called him, but he didn't want to be called Alexander. So he, he changed that to the Gaelic form and he's all happy with it.
0: Let's get into his early life then.
2: So, okay. So early life. So he was born, uh, he, uh, his family was very, very religious. So his dad used to be a Puritan when he was young. And then he became a member of a, the, a group called the Executive Brethren. And it's kind of a splinter religious group. Very, very. By the book. Yeah. And by the book, we mean really conservative. Minimalist. minimalist yeah. He, his dad was actually quite rich. He owned a share in a brewery. But, of course, alcohol was the devil's play toy or the devil's drink. And he did anything in excess was bad, including money. And so he didn't really touch his money. He was a traveling minister. He'd go around, he'd preach, and he'd bring his son along with him. When he was around 11 years old, his dad died. So he died of like some sort of tongue cancer or something like that. Anyway, while this was going on, supposedly he was shipped off to be with his uncle and his uncle started raising him and helping him out and started showing him some things he'd never never seen before, uh, like uh, drinking alcohol and uh, visiting prostitutes. Things like that. Every things, good uncle would Every that. good uncle, yeah. Nathan, that's why you're never around my kids. <laughs> <laughs> uncle Nathan never gets to see my, my kids. My friend
0: Paul, uh-huh. his uncle, whenever he would see him, he would talk to him about the prostitutes in Vegas and how they're super clean. And that's the place to go to get the prostitutes. <laughs> so I wonder if Alistair Crawley was going to the Vegas of the time.
2: He used a lot of prostitutes. But that's later on. He, anyway, he gets this first taste of uh, the other side of life. We'll call it that. And his dad's dead. He comes back and he starts acting out in school. He starts uh, openly critiquing uh Christianity, and the religion uh the religions like in looking in the Bible and saying, Well, this says this here and this there and that doesn't match up and stuff like that. And uh openly openly masturbating and stuff like that. I don't mean like in the front class not at but the talking same time about yet. it. Yeah and so, <laughs> yeah not criticizing mm-hmm. like the Bible. <laughs> well that's bad. <laughs> anyway, his mom didn't know what to do. She called him the beast, a beast. And she flipped out and he decided, well, I am the beast. Then I'm going to be the beast. I'm going to be the Antichrist. I'm going to be the beast in the in the Bible, in the Revel- book of Revelations. His relationship with his mother suffered. <laughs> we'll just say that. They never really had a good relationship. And as he grew up, he basically threw out Christianity completely in his life. He did go to Cambridge. Uh, for college. He did very well there academically. Uh, he was the head of the chess club. He, In fact, he'd like work on chess a couple hours every day. He was into mountaineering and climbing mountains, stuff like that. He was involved in that club. He was uh, really doing well in the university, and he picked up his first boyfriend, Uh, I can't remember this guy's name, but he was the head of the drama club and he liked to kind of dress up in drag every once in a while. And he and Crawley had a a relationship and one that uh, lasted for quite a while. But Crawley got more and more interested in the cult and magic and kind of fringe, things like that. And this drama guy, it was just too much for him. He he couldn't take that. And so uh, they broke up went on to other things. Crawley was uh, bisexual. That's how you say it, right? Yeah.
0: So, uh, although he, he, he... was He was trisexual. Trisexual. Because he yeah. liked beasts as well. Yeah. But we'll get into that. He'll try
2: mm-hmm. anything sexual. He'll <laughs> try anything sexual. But he was mostly into women. So, anyway, FYI, I have said this all before,
0: okay? <laughs> Guess what happened? Somehow, I stopped it recording and... We are just repeating stuff. And actually, a lot of new stuff is coming out that Thor's been saying. So this is the only reason why you hear comments from me adding, adding to the conversation. Because I actually know a little bit about it. And this is a first. <laughs> this has never happened before. Ugh. But it feels so dirty
2: doing this right now. It feels dirty because... I've already said most of this other stuff and the euphoric feeling of imparting information is all gone. And now it's just like that dread. It's like, I've already said this before, but no one was listening. (laughs) I feel like a parent. (laughs) (laughs) So you'll forgive my dry uh, presentation. And you know what? I'm still going to stutter and stumble over things because that's just
0: the way I talk, really. So, And I'm going to try to take those stutters and stumbles out.
2: <laughs> Gunnar performs <laughs> miracles, but it still go, comes through the badness of that, my speech, I tell I, you.
0: I'm adequate at what I do. <laughs> I am not a miracle worker.
1: You're a superstar to us. Yeah.
0: Yes, you are the best. And you guys are the, all that matters. Everyone else that listens and they're haters, you slbs, pieces of shit. He doesn't mean that. He doesn't. Oh, <laughs> well, can I cannot say that. Is that not good to say to your fans? No. Oh, no, wait, it these, works are out these are oh, these haters. These are haters. These are haters. Yeah. All you haters out there. Yeah. I hate you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what, what does Taylor Swift say to all the haters? Haters gotta hate, 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 hate. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. Let's get back to All right, let's shake it off, guys. Let's let's it
0: off. guys. Let's let's it off. Yeah, let's there we it we shake it off. <laughs> shake it off. Shake
2: it off. <laughs> okay, so Crawley is doing awesome in Cambridge and then he leaves and he never graduates. So he goes off and climbs mountains and goes around and talks with people. He finds a, a chemist. He's climbing up a mountain and finds a chemist, and this chemist starts talking to him about this awesome place to learn magic at called the Golden Dawn.
1: The golden And Don. we covered that a few episodes ago with Don.
2: Yeah, and we covered it and we covered uh, Crawley. And in fact, it's the first time I heard of him. And the interesting thing is, is that after that episode, I went to the library, I picked up a book, and I started reading it. And it was a fantasy uh, set in another world. But the chief antagonist was a guy named... Alistair Crawley. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And I was like, no way. (laughs) He he gets in the Golden Dawn and uh, he starts learning magic. The magic rituals in there we talked about last week. Anyway, a lot of people didn't like him because, well, he was very egocentric. And he was obviously learning magic. To, uh, not for the betterment of humanity, but for the better of himself. And to perform black magic. <laughs> that, mm-hmm. I mean, that's the reason why he was doing it. And But he was a smooth talker and he got himself in good with some of the head guys in the organization. So one of these guys goes off into Europe and Alex goes after him and talks and becomes good friends. And this guy says, okay, Mr. Crowley, 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 you... Go back there, and you can be the head of the the Golden Dawn. You can be the head of this. So he goes back there, and he's like, "Guys, I'm in charge." And they, the rest of uh, the group, was like, uh, "No, you're not. We're not going to initiate you into to the higher orders. You're you're done. You're done with us." And so what happened is, everyone left for the day, and he and his girlfriend uh, got a locksmith in there to change all the locks, <laughs> and so. He locks them out of the temple. <laughs> so in the morning, they're coming like, why can't we open the door? They went to the, uh, they got a judge and a court ruling saying that, that he couldn't do that to them. Because uh, the temple was actually in their name and they were paying rent. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, yeah, Alistair didn't have any power to do what he did. Uh, consequently, of course, he was completely kicked out of the group and no one would have anything to do with him and he went off to do some other stuff. You
0: can't just change locks on your cult. You yeah. can't, Gunner. We can't change. The you lock. guys can't change the locks on my doors. Uh, on Gunner's doors. So
2: Anyway, he traveled the world. He went uh, to China. He was Egypt. Right? He, well, yeah, later, a little Russia. bit later on, Russia, a little bit later on. But right now, he's going to India, China. He's picking up Buddhism principles and some of the uh, the Hindu stuff. And along the way, he has a he gets together with a guy and is good friends with him. And his. Uh, his sister is going to go into arranged marriage that she doesn't really want. So he's like, "Hey, I'll just marry you, and that'll solve the problem."
1: And so he does. He marries uh, Rose Edith Kelly. It's good to like get married to run away from your problems. Yeah,
2: think- that's that's why I got married. <laughs> <laughs> Did you, Thor? No, I didn't.
1: Oh no! But I do feel bad for this for this lady.
2: Yeah, yeah, but, I mean, she... She, she uh, liked him, though, right? Well, I guess so. They were actually married for a while. They had a couple of kids, so... Yeah. So, he'd stop by from time to time and say, Hey, wifey! <laughs> <laughs> uh, he uh, was very promised what was their Promiscuous. Words? Thank you. Promiscuous. Was very promiscuous. He marries Rose and they decide they're going to go off to Egypt for honeymooning. So they go off to Egypt. They rent a place. And of course, Crowley is rich at this time because his dad died. His dad owned part of a distillery. And he essentially owns one third of that distillery or something like that. He has enough money that he's doing fun stuff. And he gets to go to places like Egypt and uh, Africa and whatnot. So, actually, I don't think he ever went to Africa. But anyway. uh, Egypt's Egypt.
3: Africa.
2: You're right. It is. So, he did go to Africa. (laughs) Thank you.
0: Is it in Africa? Yes, it is. Northern Africa. Oh, it's at the very top here. Yeah, Yeah, it
2: is. It's this Northern Africa. Anyway, he's there in Egypt uh, with his new bride. And they're styling themselves as princes and princesses and having a grand old time. And anyway, according to uh, him, Rose starts... Getting kind of has these visions and uh, is channeling something, a a, a being and uh, a messenger from Horus, the god Horus. And I think Crawley starts uh, channeling this being too. And he writes down what this being is telling him. And
1: he writes and he puts it in a book.
2: And the book is called The Book of
1: Law. Now, I I heard something. Mm -hmm. I heard a part of the story this was a while ago but that rose was saying I, i'm having these visions and he's like tell me more about it and she and she goes well it's at the it's um they are going through the egyptian museum and mm-hmm. she makes a beeline to this display and she's like that's what i'm seeing in my vision and it was the 666th display and it happened to be Horus, and that's like, oh my gosh, you're having a vision about Horus, and it was, but it just happened to be the 666th. Yeah, it, it was. And let's see, uh, what was it? She informed her husband that
2: uh, the reason why Horus wasn't talking to him is because he was way too egotistical. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is a this is a wife telling her husband. Yeah. Uh, what? <laughs> His problem. Yes, his problem. Your problem
2: is, (laughs) and you know what? I could totally see that. (laughs) (laughs) They come up, they write this down, and it's called the Book of Law. He actually writes several different uh, compendiums to this Book of Law, but this this Book of Law is the foundation of the belief system of the Lima. There are three basic tenets that I picked up again. I really wish I could have studied it more. And every time I looked up something, I was like, oh, I gotta check this out too. It's one of those things where yeah, I spent a couple hours and learned a little bit about a whole bunch of different things. But anyway, the first tenet is uh, to this, uh, the whole belief system is, "Was it, Nathan? Come on. Do what thou wilt that will be the whole, is the whole of the law. Yeah, do what thou wilt shall be the whole of the law. Obviously, what it means is Do whatever the heck you want. But it it also uh, is kind of uh, figuring out what you really desire, what you really want, and following that path. That's the nice way of saying it. So the next one is every man and woman is a star, which sounds interesting. Uh, I think what he's getting at right now is... We're all, uh, there's an infinite amount of people, just like there's an infinite amount of stars and we're all in our own kind of path, uh, alone,
1: uh, following a set course kind of thing. Do you feel like that sometimes? I mean, we all are kind of the stars of our own movie, right? The stars of our own epic. Most religions are trying to draw you in as in we're part of a whole. But I mean, like, personally. Personally, I have felt very alone at times. I have. But don't you feel like you're the the star of your own show? Like, you're the main character? It's a pretty boring show, Nathan. (laughs)
2: Okay. Okay. (laughs) I don't think very many people are tuned in.
0: (laughs) I'm tuned in and I'm watching.
1: I can't look away.
0: I love it.
2: Okay. The third one is love is the law, love under will. And uh I think what he's trying to say there is basically love you love is needed to find your true path your true purpose this love is pretty good so love. far Nathan you were easily impressed okay <laughs> <laughs> so far though I mean I don't know if this is bad no 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 uh we've well, oh we've already talked about this Nathan are we gonna have to talk about this again
0: <laughs> okay. we're gonna have to go through what happens
2: after. He's done. Let's let's talk about this later. Okay, okay, okay. we'll talk about it later. Let's talk a little bit more about Crawley because he's he's basically the cult. So anyway, form this uh, this book it's, it's published and stuff like that. He goes out and does some other stuff. His wife turns into a lush. They have a couple of kids. One of them dies. He divorces her because he's an adulterer. Oh, well, when you say lush, you mean she's drinking alcohol? alcohol, alcohol okay. Yeah. I try to make uh-huh. sure everyone.
0: Yeah. On
2: the same page. Not like that she's a luscious woman. Very luscious. So this religion, uh, Thelema, it was, it has inspired a lot of other different religious beliefs. The Wiccans. uh, New new paganism. New paganism. Satanism. it's, It's inspired some of the Satanistic
1: stuff. And I think I remember, so the leader of the... Of the Satanic Church right now, or was Anton LaVey, and and he, this Alistair Crowley was a big inspiration to him. He
2: was he's been a big inspiration for a lot of fringe groups. Uh, that's why they call him uh, basically the modern father of the occult kind of thing. You would not believe. It, okay, Wikipedia goes through and it gives him about it gives about 20, 30 people he had affairs with, and it's like after all it's like. Who cares? Just say, <laughs> he was promiscuous. Promiscuous. Thank you. That's the word. <laughs> <laughs> he was Prometheus. He was Prometheus. He was Prometheus. <laughs> so he went into Russia. He, uh, so he got stuck in the United States during World War I, and he was writing uh, pro-German stuff. Uh, he, he, in World War II, he, or when Adolf Hitler was in charge, he was in Germany, in Germany at the time. He was, uh, he had a famous Marxist living in his uh, apartment. I can't remember the guy's name, but, and also he had a guy that knew, uh, Adolf Hitler and, uh, he was all police's punch and trying to get, uh, Hitler in uh, a member of the, Thelema organization, but uh, that didn't work out very well. Hitler jailed the guy that was approached him and uh, Alistair left really quick. He went to the Loch Ness, right? Yeah, he went to Scotland.
0: Oh, Scotland. And he he, he bought a house there and started doing some rituals, a 40-day ritual process, which he abandoned and then uh, left and uh, people didn't go there for years because it was haunted.
1: And Jimmy Page bought that property. It was Jimmy Page? Yeah, okay. Jimmy Page bought that property.
2: Of of Led Zeppelin. And decided to live there because, I mean, everyone wants to live in a haunted mansion, right? Yeah, you gotta get that, you gotta build up that mystique. I guess so. You know, seriously guys, if I had a haunted mansion, I would not live in it. I might visit on weekends and really? vacations. Yeah, but I wouldn't like living in it. Yeah. You know, I, I don't think only, anything's haunted. There's no, only no, so many I times not, not that the pencil is that. moved and stuff like that before you're just like, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go live somewhere else. <laughs> I'll come back for a vacation. <laughs> I'll bring
0: friends over. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. You bring friends. <laughs> yeah, we I mean, scare ourselves, ghost stories. Anyway. He, he goes to Italy, is that where he found he oh, kind of yeah. sets up His religion,
2: yeah. So he started, he's uh, of course, he's hemorrhaging money because he's spending and spending. Satanism really doesn't pay as much
1: as it should,
2: it does, you know, for all the spells and get rich quick spells and cursing spells on other people, uh, that you get to do. It's surprisingly unlucrative, yes. Satan needs a better benefits package, he definitely does, (laughs) he definitely does, anyway. So he's. Losing some money, something like that. But he goes down to Italy, finds a a little house there, and he fixes it up. For, and this is on an island. This is on an island, uh, and he fixes it up, and he paints it up, and he's got these rooms that are all grisly and hang corpses and all these horrible things. And he's got uh,
1: paintings other of those. Paintings
2: of those. Yeah, and I he's got yeah yeah. He's okay. So he's a painter. He writes poetry. He writes novels. Uh he's a renaissance y kind of guy, I guess you could say that. Uh, and plays chess. So wow.
0: And he's a cocaine addict. And
2: heroin addict, and but heroin yeah. Addict. Uh and I was gonna say, but that's later on, but actually I think he was a heroin addict at this time. So anyway, and gradually, you know how it is with heroin and cocaine. Eventually that's about what you're all really interested in, right? So I don't he, remember. Well, <laughs> let me tell you, it's that way with me, okay? okay. so <laughs> Eventually that becomes your kind of your sole focus is, is the next fixed. But anyway, he's down there in uh, Italy and he sets up this commune, this house, and people come in uh, and participate
1: in rituals there. He's doing drugs with them. Yeah, totally. Having them, like I remember listening to one account where this he puts these people in this room with these gruesome paintings and then gives them LSD and they have to look at them until they don't fear them anymore. Until they're like, okay, it's no big deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, stuff like that. And then, of course, there's just like
2: crazy orgies going along, bestiality. And he is heavily involved at this time in sex magic, which uh, he picked up from a German... Uh, a cult group, and he—he uh, he, they've they've got little kids there, and he's and showing them sex magic.
1: Look, kids, what I can do, you know? Not exactly a, a babysitter type. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, It's not the it's not the daycare and, or the app. and Those they had a daycare. daycare. <laughs> 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 yes, oh, it's just
2: uh, yeah, and the goats and I think I think we. They they <laughs> sacrificed goats. No, it was the bestiality of the goat oh, things. Okay. So, yeah, or whatever. They I sacrificed I a this cat, is... though. Yes, I have. I have uh, I uh, oh her. my heck, Nathan! You know so much about. It. Yeah, they, they they. One of the ladies complain down the
0: rabbit hole on this one.
2: <laughs> yeah, Nathan has a sick fascination with the stuff like this, so <laughs> that's why we're doing the podcast. Just because of Nathan's sick fascination. So yeah, one of the ladies complains that she and her husband. Uh, went down there and he made them drink cat's blood and some other weird stuff. That's how you make a sangria. Yeah, I guess so. And they went out and they had to drink in polluted streams and stuff like that. And her husband died from it. So... Uh, And she got all mad. She talked to some uh, authorities down there and eventually we got out what was going on. And the Italians were like, oh, sorry, guys, you got to shut this bad boy down and get out of here. So they got kicked out of the
0: country. So uh, went back to America, the land of the free and the home of the brave. Yes. And Crawley. The wings of liberty never right. lose a feather. <laughs> if, uh, I love that if you show. guys know that quote. I don't. What is that from? Oh, that's it from something baker They little China. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Right.
2: Remember, they drink that stuff and they're going down the elevator. It's like, I'm feeling very enthusiastic about this.
1: Do <laughs> <laughs> you remember that. <laughs>
2: it's a great wings scene. Of- uh, so they get kicked out of Italy, Incos, uh, into Russia. I talked about Adolf Hitler, right? I talked about, I talked about uh, L. Ron L. Hubbard. Ron Hubbard. Yeah, yeah, L. Ron Hubbard and him, he got together and talked about it. There's some speculation that uh, some of the Scientology stuff uh, came from Aleister Crowley.
0: So uh, other people dispute that. I think at this point, he's pretty much done, right?
2: Yeah, so uh, he's a cocaine heroin addict, addict, uh, and he gets off it a couple times, I think, but just kind of goes back to it. He eventually marries someone else, dies when he's seventy some some odd years old. Uh, he's cremated, cremated. The the British press, uh, like the the Book of Law, is like read on his massive funeral. The British uh press has just a field day uh, about it, and they're like talking about Black Sabbaths and whatnot that happened there. His ashes are sent to the United States to some guy, and he put him in his garden, which, strangely, is kind of where I want to go when I die. In your garden? I want to go in someone's garden, yeah. In fact, I want someone to plant something.
0: So on you, top of me. I think you would make fantastic carrots. You I think what, so too. <laughs> you know what I'd do? I would do some hot peppers. Oh. Okay. Nice. Some hot peppers bring Gunner, that spice into my life. Gunnar, I'm sending my ashes to you. Okay? I'm gonna take your ashes.
2: Uh huh. Right, but I want you to I'm take a big bite this. of a pepper and say, Thor is extra spicy this year.
0: I know it. <laughs> <laughs>
2: anyway, a little dream of Thor. Thor's how oh, we won't talk about that anymore, will we, guys? He's done. Yeah, with that one. So, uh, are, is there anything else I need to hit on him?
0: I think we got him. I think, this is, I, I think it's time that's to good. do the good, the bad, and the culty. That's good. Because
2: I... The good, the bad, and the culty. And now we discuss what this week's cult did right and where they went wrong.
0: So Good. Okay, so and we're just about done with this again.
2: <laughs>
0: okay, here is the good. Okay,
2: one of his brilliant ideas, and I'm putting that in quotation marks, was he wanted to create his own set of tar- tarot cards, okay, including uh, paintings and everything like that. Uh, that is one of the good things I like. And that I think idea.
1: we're gonna take we're gonna take that. Oh, we shouldn't say that yet. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. So another good thing. Uh, is uh having an island. Yes,
2: having an oh, island. That is a that, good thing. that is a good thing. Yes. Uh I don't think he actually had an island though. I think it was on the island. Okay, well, okay. A, yeah. Right. So it was just a small little house. I mean, it wasn't like he he was kind of broke by the time hmm. that happened. Anyway, uh, let's see. Uh, I've always liked magic. I always love fantasy so books. So sex magic? Yeah, no. So this is the, is in, on the In, sex magic in the, is the proper setting, I think sex magic could be a lot of fun.
0: So <laughs> in the bedroom is what you're saying. So
2: so yeah, and it's like an excuse It's like, honey, I've been looking at the vegetable garden. And we need to do something. I think a sex magic spell.
0: (laughs) So uh, this is where you pause the program, find your significant other, take them into the bedroom or the garden. Either place works. And Nathan or Thor. Don't don't, don't bring me into this. (laughs) Thor is going to give you the garden sex magic <laughs> ritual gunner pause <laughs> all gunner. right now gunner. Okay, for those pause. who have, the,
1: for those who have <laughs> done this i hate to disappoint seed. you that yeah
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> i hate to disappoint you gunner but i have not had a lot of experience in sex, ma- sex magic lately okay yeah.
0: <laughs> so uh, that's your homework man, assignment for next time we, <laughs> We already know that my seeds don't plant anything, so it's uh, I can't help you out with this, <laughs>
2: Nathan. It's all Sorry. up to you. Sorry. Nathan. Okay. Well, we can't have that one then. Tim, well, but I mean, in the right setting, not obviously, obviously not in front of kids or goats or involving weird things. Goats like are that. really impressionable. Goats. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but in the proverb setting, that might be a lot of fun. I don't know.
1: Is there anything else? That we, we I can't bring think on? of anything. Yeah, good. neither can I. Uh, a chess champion, chess, chess champion. champion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and world travel,
2: world travel. That's yes, right. that is kind of cool. Yeah, I mean, he was he was looking for things, and I think it's always a good idea to to look and to be open to new ideas. Yeah. And so, okay. What are the, the bad? bad? The bad. Abusing goats like that. Abusing, abusing goats. I mean, uh, hello.
0: His daycare was horrible. <laughs> yes, <laughs> not not even not not a good daycare. <laughs> uh, he
2: he did a sacrifice to a demon once, uh, a, a literal sacrifice to an animal. Or at least I hope it was an animal.
1: Oh, take it easy on. on the animals. They're not. No. They don't yeah. need to be a part of all this. Yeah, uh,
2: obviously had a lot of uh, sexually transmitted diseases. And
1: uh, you know the cocaine, the heroin. He was hard on his partners. He I mean, was he went, right. Out, masochism. went to out, out went to, uh, um, alcoholism. Yeah. And the other one went crazy.
2: Yeah. Although with his male partners, uh, he, was, he was he was he was a gentle he was, lover. He was he was very passive with them. So, uh, but the females he'd beat on and stuff like that. <laughs> anyway. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, he's laughing, but he's right on the money there. <laughs> and then
0: I, I think the rest speaks for us. So, like, yeah, we don't does. have to it go works. into the bad. <laughs> let's okay. so let's talk about what we want to take on. <laughs> <laughs>
2: building a cult. And now we take from what we learned this week and build our own cult, one belief at a time. Okay, well, obviously we want to travel the world, right? But we don't have the financial means for that right Not now. Yeah.
0: So let's take this opportunity for you to donate. If our ministry has blessed
1: you and your life in any way, in the smallest way. And believe me, when we
2: say the smallest, we really mean the smallest.
0: If you felt like before the podcast started that you were missing the magic, the sexual magic in your life, but now have that, please
1: show your support by going to patreon on, t- on the nice or
0: by going to the crypto
1: and donating a small amount of the
0: crypto that, Bitcoin, Bitcoin really or
1: ethereum the, to the nice cult. The, the nice cult dot crypto. So, uh, now
2: that we're rich, guys, let's go to Europe.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but in the meantime, we all have been working on a tarot card deck. And I think that's one thing we're definitely... This is heading in the right yeah, direction. We're, gonna,
1: like, we're going to have some NFTs um, of uh, tarot cards as a project for the Nice Cult.
2: Yeah, we're we're having a different... Uh, Different cult leaders be different cards, different parts of the face cards. Mm-hmm. And we're, obviously, we have to have a, a, a Alistair Crawley be the magician or something like yeah. that. Uh, just for sure.
0: I'm the bishop, right?
1: Well, you're. I think you are the king. I assigned all of the hosts the king of a certain suit. So oh, I think okay. you're the king of... I think you're the king of staffs, or the king of cups, or the king of swords. Can I not or just be the bishop of cups? Sorry, or
0: the bishop of staffs. It's not a card. <laughs> oh, okay, well there it is. Dang it! Well then, we're Sorry, gonna make man. our own tarot deck.
1: There's 79 tarot cards, and that's not one of them. Okay. Or just 78. Is it tarot or tarot? Tarot. tarot? tarot. Tarot.
0: I think that's all we can take from it, guys. Okay. No.
1: And the love for adventure, the
0: love for adventure, climbing mountains, and
1: yes. and to know that the the real treasure is the friends you made along the way. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. So anyway, the uh, the thing I don't like about the do what thou wilt that that philosophy, Nathan. We talked about this before.
0: Yeah, We ridiculed Nathan because he thought, thought he, that we should he bring it we, on. Yeah,
2: he thought we should bring it on. We told him it was exactly the opposite of what we have.
1: Is in be nice. Well, I was thinking. The, I didn't want to interrupt you, but I was thinking, uh, do without will, but first do no harm. Mm -hmm. But still,
2: it's being nice is not doing no harm. It is being nice and actually doing good to others and and so on and so forth. Do without will is...
1: But if you're doing it against your will, does it really count if you're doing something nice? It's... um, yeah, it does count. Okay.
0: <laughs> in case you missed <laughs> that water noise was this is the birch branch beating stick that's the, been soaking.
2: And we're going to be beating Nathan later on <laughs> in the cold. So, yes, I, I I think that if we only if, if things only counted that we did with a, a completely willing heart, very few things would be counted in this life. What I do because there are very few things I do with a completely willing heart. I'm like, yes, I'm all over this. Most of the stuff I do is I have to talk myself into it. Mm, So yeah, I can see that. You know, and and basically what you're you're taking society laws with the do it that will and throwing it out and just saying it is meaningless. And the laws of society are there for a reason. Whether you like a lot of them or not, they're there for a societal structure and there's a reason why they're there and there's a reason why we've been able to advance above fire and it's because of our society has laws all right i'm going to give you that
0: one on that note we're going to go jump in the sauna feel free to jump in it with us by joining a patreon and uh, you can get our after after hour sessions we hope you had fun with us as we explored this week's cult Join our adventure next week as we continue to build our cult one belief at a time. Until then, if you're going to join a cult,
2: join the nice cult. <laughs>
3: dip dip do to him.